I am a wayfarer on the waking way just like you. Years ago, in a time of despair, I was given cause to consider my small place in the whole of creation. The old questions that have perplexed us for ages were haunting me as well. Why are we here? Must there be a reason for our existence? How do we balm our sufferings, enlighten our minds, and awaken our hearts? Are there powers, energies, and realities just beyond our ability to comprehend them? Like a new day rising, a fervor to understand these things illuminated my inner east. The discoveries along the way have been manifold, malleable, and colorful. Like a kaleidoscope, the teachings and practices I have gathered continue to shift and bend, imprinting on the textures of daily life just as it is. My ministry arrives in the form of sharing this extremely personal, varied, sacred, ordinary way with you. Let us traverse this landscape together as siblings. I pray you will join me for a time. I am your brother Oren, and this is my witness to the wisdom cry of the Dawn Deacon. my dear friends well things certainly look a lot different outside on the trail than they did the last time I talked to you today it's mild and fair weather such a stark contrast from the debilitating ice and cold that just swept across our country, across the South. It's interesting to observe how we behave when we have extreme shifts. For me, it makes me realize the importance of the things we're hinged to, these fulcrums. keep us teeter-tottering at least our behavior even the way we treat each other so tied to resources shelter comfort food water all of these things affect us so much because they're so tied to our survival that's not what I want to talk about though you may or may not know, but I keep a important little book with me at all times. And after contemplating, when things rise to the top, feel important, I'll write them down so that we can talk about them later. And today, being post natural disaster number four in southwest Louisiana in the last 12 months I had something all worked up but 
had three convergences this morning some tied to my morning spiritual readings then a post by a spiritual master that I really respect and appreciate and then oddly enough a video posted by an entertainer who had recently fallen from grace probably the easiest way to say that so I was walking to my vehicle this morning and something caught my eye on the ground it was a gecko that was shedding its skin curled up in a beautiful little spiral I tried to get close to it they're so skittish and it didn't move when I got closer and still didn't move I realized that it was possibly dead it looked like it had died in the cold honestly coiled up just to make sure I touched it and yes it was cold and stiff and half of its skin that it was shedding was off its head you could see the colors of its face this new pattern that was going to emerge while the old hard skin was still trying to be discarded springs right around the corner and for this small little creature it meant a new face for some people some creatures shedding an old skin is very obvious had I seen that small creature even a week ago perhaps it would have looked differently different color and then a month from now I would see it again maybe a little larger slightly changed but I wouldn't have known the difference it would have been two different creatures based on my perception my position in time and space when I encounter it but in this moment this morning this creature in the middle of transformation was caught caught in that moment full display public and it didn't survive the storm how this aligned with the other things that happened this morning was very powerful for me and it's all I could think about 
after seeing the small little creature. And that's transformation, the willingness to shed old skins, and then our willingness to allow others to shed theirs without us destroying them in the process. You know, I look around and I won't lie and say that I'm not disheartened often. Seems to be a swelling lack of empathy, compassion for people in the midst of transformation. We live in a situation where there's recorders all around. People are recording us, we're recording ourselves. I'm recording my thoughts right now. There's a record of what we say and what we do that seeps into our private lives as well. Maybe we've done some hurtful things in private. Maybe we have addictions that are hurtful to others, that are taboo, embarrassing. Maybe we've made mistakes. Not everyone puts their desire to change on full display. Not everyone has the ability to articulate what's going on inside of them. Not everyone has the resources to do this. But in the past decade, we've become so accustomed to having our own signals not just to communicate, but to also attack, to throw knives, to tar and feather. Also this morning, I'm thinking about forgiveness. My ability to forgive or inability to forgive. You know, when I make mistakes, first I want to recognize them. And once I've recognized them, I want to transform. Perhaps outgrow my old skin, become something new. I'm certainly not the same person I was 10 years ago, 20, 40. I've grown and changed, I've made mistakes, I've hurt people, I've hurt myself.
and thankfully for the most part people have allowed me to shed my skin over and over haven't held me to the old standard to the old mask allowed me to shed my skin in fact this very broadcast is a part of that a part of a new face an emerging face an emerging self or non-self a growing and in time 10 years It'll be very comfortable and very normal. And maybe it'll be time to shed again. I want that to be okay for me. I want to have the capacity to analyze. I've made the choice to share that with others publicly in these types of broadcasts. And on my podcast, Find the Good News will often go into that territory. It's not for some sense of self-glorification because certainly many of the things we discuss are not glorious. They're oftentimes painful, ugly, sorrowful, regretful. But in looking at them and sharing them, I believe we can put the medicine on them that they need. And then once they heal, we grow. This morning when I saw the broadcast from this public figure, it was a new tone, a different type of voice, introspective, Filled with contrition. It was honest. Looked uncomfortable. Very, very public. This individual has an incredibly large audience. I would count myself among that audience. Even a fan. But what we're witnessing, what I was witnessing this morning, was a public shedding of skin. A type of public confession. No one made this person do this. No one said you have to do it, I assume. But the choice was made and it was done. And unless they're a very talented performer, I believed what I saw coming from that signal. I wasn't the only one. I'm sure before the day is done, millions of people will have watched this public display. And everyone's gonna have their own opinions. And I'm sure there are people who will feel, especially if they feel that they're the victim, 
of this person's actions that this posturing was useless for the victim the person gets encapsulated in their skin no they don't change I've been hurt by people that I considered friends before I've been hurt by people that are supposed to love me and I won't say that I haven't been guilty of the very same thing that I'm talking about thinking of them in their old skin holding them to that old standard and yet they have the same potential to change that I do they actually have the same original goodness which I do believe and hold to and that they truly have that ability to allow that common good to shine through it's only my perception and my ability to see them as this new being that makes the difference truly I have withheld forgiveness before daily and I mean this in the most extreme sense daily I consider the thoughts that I have about people that have hurt me and daily I'm faced with the truth that I have not fully forgiven them if I've forgiven them at all I've often analyzed that. What would it take? What's the medicine? What's the cure? What's going to unlock the door to my forgiveness? The portions of it that I withhold. And the answer that comes up more often than not is contrition is sincere apology and then some type of right action to show me that this person has shed that skin and if I'm being honest if I'm really being truthful about it I hold them in the same state as that poor little gecko today I keep them dead in transition perpetually and that old skin is just white and it wants to fall off it's crusty it's flaky it's shaped like the creature but it's not them 
there's something underneath a face that wants to be seen I'm the one holding on to it keeping them in stasis because I'm waiting on something that may not come we all seem to be doing that to some degree or another out in this world we want people to pay we want justice we want our cup of blood we may not get that and that's a harsh reality for me to accept the people I've hurt those that I don't even know I've hurt may never get an apology or a confession all I can hope is that they will look upon me again as each successive layer of skin falls off over the seasons as I shed old ways and take on new garments that they'll see that and that they will offer me that good grace that they will have compassion for me I truly want that their forgiveness and the willingness to let me molt and emerge something new I want that I want that but do I want to give it to them it's a very difficult I want to let go and let them have the room I want to step back and say you've changed you've emerged just like me just like you so when I see these public displays like I saw this morning from this public figure I understood it and I know that there's going to be a lot of folks that feel like it shouldn't matter because it's a private but the, but there's a self-awareness I think when one realizes that they have an audience or a vehicle for communication and then makes the choice to show a form of regret a form of apology and in many ways I almost felt like they were apologizing to themselves talking to themselves out loud and that's okay too at some point I have to realize and I hope you will too that this is the world we're living in these are the tools we have this is how we're communicating now we may not all be all in I'm certainly not but I at least have to know that I 
can't tie my my heartfelt musings to the foot of a pigeon when nobody's looking for that. I hope that in, I, in me talking about this out loud, it'll at least make you or help you to consider the same things. One, don't wait for an apology that may never come. People are changing even in the midst of those situations. You may never get what you're looking for. Two, don't withhold your own change because of misdeeds of the past. If you've hurt someone, if you've done wrong, if you've made mistakes, intentional or otherwise, certainly, certainly they are a part of your timeline. But you don't have to tie a knot around yourself on that cord and stay there. Tie the knot, pull yourself along. With each pull you gain strength, you change, you make your way, and allow yourself to change, to become. You know that little gecko in this past week when it was so icy cold curled up waiting on spring in the midst of change in the storm just took it it just curled up and it couldn't do it it never got to see that change through it's just too much we don't need to be too much we don't need to be the storm for other people truth of the matter is they may already be storm enough for themselves why add to the sharp icy cold that they already have because you never know just like this morning when I saw that broadcast I didn't expect it I mean so easy to look at entertainers and forget they're real people but I didn't expect to ever see what I saw. Was it necessary? Maybe not for everyone, but I, I honestly think it might have been more necessary for them. At some point, when we take a look at ourselves, we can be colder to ourselves than anyone else. We can try to hold that old skin on Almost, almost sometimes because we think we deserve it to be seen that way. It's just an identity. And I encourage investigating that identity. All these old scales that have built up over time that we think 
are the whole of us. Change is the law. Say this often. Think of it often. And it's a truth that I've applied over and over again. And it proves itself over and again. And I suppose always that will be something I'm encouraging. Even this self that's hurt so many and said so many cruel words and had so many violent thoughts. The self that doubts, the self that fears, the self that rages and weeps is changing. And I have to look upon those things as impermanent. And when I do, they move away. Joy arises. Hope, love, compassion, mercy, and hopefully in time, more and more forgiveness. I hope, as always, that there's something of use in this reflection for you as you make your own waking way. I thank you for walking with me and offering me your ears, your heart, and your mind as I share these things, as I continue to shed my scales, my skin, my old face. And as your true brother emerges when I see that we all have a common face, a common good. May all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all rejoice in the well-being of others. And may you all live in peace, free from greed and hatred. Brother Oren Parker is the producer and host of the Don Deacon and the Find the Good News podcast. As a licensed ecumenical minister, he practices universal spiritual accompaniment, offering a brother's ear to fellow seekers. Oren provides baptism, blessing, and union ceremonies, as well as tailored rituals to memorialize special occasions or blessings to sanctify personal spaces. Brother Oren also officiates weddings and funerals. For information or to contact Oren, visit findthegood.news or email oren at orenparker.com. Thank you.